All right, here we go. We're back on a Friday. It is Friday. Friday. All right, we got a nice one lined up for y'all today. We're talking about retention, which is huge for us insurance agents. So you're definitely going to want to tune in. The Carrier Experience Podcast is a show for anyone who wants to grow their agency and be a titan of the insurance industry. Learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles, their experiences with the nation's best carriers, and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today. Now, here's your host, the insurance bro, James Cias. All right, all right. We are going to have to work on that intro because we are definitely rebranding here. It is now the Insurance Bro Show. So the here we go. Bro, bro Show. show. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time again. Before we jump into the Insurance Bro Show, a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. We would really appreciate it. It will help us show up higher on the search results so that more insurance agents like you can gain value from uh, the information that we put out and you know when we have guests especially. So uh, like I said, like, subscribe, rate, review, do all that good stuff. And of course, follow me on all those social medias at insurance bro show i almost said insurance bro ham i was like in my head we're mixing but, it up uh, we're changing things oh is where we're at now so uh all right we're launching right into this we got a good one here lined up for y'all did a little bit of uh homework to get some good information here for you all uh we are talking retention today so <clears throat> this is a lesson kind of hard learned for me i've uh, been in the insurance industry for almost seven years now and Probably the first five years, I was most concerned with bringing in new business and not nearly concerned enough with the retention practices that I was uh, utilizing for myself and for my team. And so we saw a lot of fall off from you know, people that we signed up and then they weren't happy with the service. And, and you know, admittedly, I was quick to uh, send a cancellation form. You know, somebody wants to cancel a policy. It's like, cool, here you go. Here's your form. See you later. You know, it wasn't much to it. But what I've learned over the past couple of years is that retention is huge. First of all, a lot of our carriers are looking at your retention. They are tracking. They are monitoring how <clears throat> how much business stays on the books for you and for them because we're both benefiting from this. 100%. So, so if you are uh, allowing business to fall off on your back end, you're not taking proactive steps to maintain those policies, your carriers are going to notice. And of course, it's going to hurt your bottom line. You spend the most money to acquire new customers when you could be spending the money to keep the ones that you have on the books and increase that policy density, which is, of course, one of the tips. We're going to talk a lot about all of these things. So you ready to jump right into this? Let's hop to it. I say Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold We're up. We're jumping into it. Wait a minute. Tip number one. <laughs> Tip number one. Develop a welcome package. So when we are writing new business, one of the things that we've done here at our agency is we've developed a really nice uh, binder pack, which is, you know, a nice cover page with, uh, you know, shows all the the 
agency information. Sorry, I stuttered for the second there. Uh, all of our agency information. So all the information for pipeline. Here's you know the customer's name. This is who it's designed for. We've got a bunch of, 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 of payment options and the whole policy. It's all in there in our binder pack. Looks really nice and pretty. Great. What are we doing on the back end? And what are you doing as an agent on the back end? So that welcome package is something that uh, is in development for us, admittedly, again. Um, it's something that we want to make sure that we reach out to a customer and say, hey, here you go. Here's uh, some information that you need to know. Uh, here's your claims information. If you ever have to file a claim, uh, to me, it, it comes down to to designing a an onboarding platform, an onboarding experience. I was listening to uh, Never Lose a Customer Again. Oh, you're morning. on it, huh? I'm on, on it now. It. I'm on it now. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get through Atomic Habits twice. Like it was so good that I listened to it twice. So uh, now I'm on, on Never Lose a Customer Again. And he talks about the dentist that he went to and how the onboarding process was super easy. And then not just the onboarding process, but as soon as he got home, you know, two hours later, they called him and said, Hey, your tooth must be hurting by now. Here's what you need to do. It's so just it's, a follow up, right? So it's so the cool thing. And, and I know I'm going to deviate because we got 18 points, I think, right? 18 points that we're working on here today. No, so. no, no, no. I mean, I, it, it was originally, it was 12, but I only added 10. Okay, 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 cool. So, so I can I can chime in here. But the, yeah. the cool thing that I really like about that book, when it's talking about retention and and taking care of your clients, it's the entire customer experience. Uh, so when when if you guys are gonna if you, if you are uh, gonna end up reading that book, and I'll, I'll post it here in a little while. I'm actually trying to uh, share things with with uh, with other Facebook groups as we speak, so I can get more uh, nice, more listeners nice, in nice. here for James. But uh, but in the meantime, like the 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 what that book is is really talking about is the emotions involved as a customer in the sales process. And if you understand what the customer is going through, like when you buy something new, that first little fluster, right? It's kind of like when you first got your license, you're excited, you're pumped, you're ready to go and you got your license. And then the next day you're like, oh, okay, now, now what am I going to do? It's kind of the same process when somebody does business with you, right? They, they buy from you. They're all excited. And the next day they start to enter that whole buyer's remorse phase, right? So mm -hmm. Having these these uh, steps in in the uh, in your welcome package, things that are that are normal and expected, but you transition them to be extraordinary rather than just ordinary, are going to set the difference and are going to give you that upper hand not only with the customer but to build that referral base, which is what you're looking for. Give the customer an experience they're not going to forget. 100%. So tip number one is that develop a welcome package so that they have an awesome customer experience before, during, and after the sale. Tip number two, this should be an easy one. It should be obvious, right? Nurture the heck out of them. And it's it amazed me when we had a conversation with Mike a couple weeks ago, and he said, yeah, we do like 15 to 20 touches a year. Mm. I was like, what? kind of blown away by that honestly um and it it one of the things that i love about this podcast is that it opens my mind to these types of ideas like 15 to 20 touches a year that means that we're definitely not doing enough and we need to strategize and figure out how we're going to reach out to our customers more throughout the year what can we do when we're nurturing the heck out of them it's not spamming them with email no no right that's it's, the worst thing you could do it's probably the worst thing we can do, but it is a matter of reaching out and asking for 
how are they how they're doing asking questions as opposed to just get thrown out a bunch of information now if you have like a, a newsletter this is something that that i've been doing um is the newsletter that goes out to agents right the agents that are on our team and it's a daily newsletter so that they know that you know it i write it it's coming from directly from me if that's something that you can do for your for your clients then absolutely go ahead and and, and do that you know it's it's something more personalized in that way but if you're just uh, spamming them with all of the marketing material that your carriers give you that's not what they want no, they don't. They don't even care about that. So, and, and it's funny that you say that because I, you know, I we have an, an email. It's a nice little database between the Business Bros podcast. I have a realtor email list, and it gets pretty deep. I mean, realtor email list is like sixteen thousand deep. And when I send them stuff every once in a while, I test the different emails and I look at the metrics. Like, what is my open rate? Because I want to know. Like, is the thing that I'm sending valuable? And so I sent uh, la uh, last night, yesterday, I sent a posting. I'm like, here's an exclusive real estate opportunity. It's not listed in the MLS yet, you can have your buyers check it out. It had a 22% open rate, which was nice. really good, right? I, I don't really get emails like that. And it, but it really had me thinking about what am I sending my database, right? When you're nurturing your client, what are you sending them? Think about who your client is and what valuable information they can have and give it to them. It's really mm -hmm. that simple. You're, you're taking a, an in-depth look as, as to who they are, what they're looking for, and then provide those solutions, provide those things to them. Be, uh, be, your, be their MVP, right? Be their most valuable professional. 100%, which I mean leads right into the next point. It's basically saying the same thing. So FYI, ladies and gentlemen, I took two different articles and was kind of comparing them. I was actually looking at a bunch of different articles today uh, just to see which ones I liked that you know would be good talking points. And a lot of them say the same thing in different words. Nurture the heck out of your clients, touch base with your clients throughout the year. Basically saying the same thing. It's a lot about reaching out to those customers. Thank you, Nate, bringing value to your clients. That's what we want to do when we're touching base. It's not about, you know, it's not about you. It's not about you. Oh it's man, I, I, it's, it's so funny. I, I definitely <laughs> talked about that. Uh, so today I taught, um, our four-hour continuing education homeowners course. And one of the first things that I talked about was how when I first came into the industry, I thought the insurance game was all about me, right? I was over here like, oh, everybody's got to buy insurance. Why not buy it from me? And after some time, I, I shifted my mentality. I said, how can I help others? How can I be of service to other people while still operating in this insurance space. Yes, sure, everybody has to have it, but how do I make it about them? And that's what touching base with our clients throughout the year and nurturing the heck out of them is all about. It's how can we bring value? What can we provide? Uh, you know, it, it's about knowing our customers too. When we have these specific notes in our CRM that's about, uh, you know, Let's say one of our customers has pets and we just find out that one of our carriers is offering pet insurance now. We can reach out to those customers and say, hey, here's an offer for you, right? You have these different, these different valuable things like that tigers. you can actually help. Like tigers. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> 
All right, I'm going to take a time out here because you mentioned something that's super important. Uh, you were teaching the four-hour CE course, and this is something that our team offers as a retention tool as well as a value add to the people who join our pipeline team. So if you're looking for a new team to join, if you're looking for a brokerage to come be a part of an independent agency where you can kind of grab your own brand, take that bull by the horn and build it the way you want to build it, that's exactly what we're here for. And we don't want to have to have you worry about where your CE is going to come from. James, it does do some of the instruction. We have a partnership with Mike Russ Financial Training Center. So if you're looking for your CE every single year and you're worried about where you're going to get it, first of all, make sure you go to Mike Russ and get your CE done. But if you're part of Pipeline Team San Diego, if you're part of our team, we provide that for you. Uh, so that you don't have to worry about it. It's just part of what we do. We want to make sure that the training we offer you is putting you in a position where you can help your agents or you can help your clients in the best way possible. And you, the agent, are our clients. So we want to make sure we provide retention tools that are going to keep you in your seat, productive and active. So make sure you guys check it out. If you're interested in being part of the Pipeline Team San Diego, make sure you guys go to pipelineinsurance.com slash agent opportunities to see all the different cool stuff that we do for our agents. All right, I'm sorry. Right back to you. It. No, that was perfect, man. I, I, I appreciate that because I definitely forget these little, you know, areas where we can where we can uh, improve on our marketing. So right. uh, that's, that's why that's why you're here. That's why you're here. Uh, retention tips. Another one. Don't take your customers for granted. That's what this whole thing is saying. We spend so much time acquiring new customers and it's like we think that as soon as we make the sale that's it they're ours they're stuck with us forever right 100 percent untrue if you are not taking these steps like we're talking about earlier nurturing them and touching base with them they're going to move to the next agent that does cannot tell you how many times i've had conversations with customers and you know when we're talking about who their agent is they have no clue they haven't talked to their agent for years or, you know, they they bought from a from a big company, one of those big box companies uh, that that they don't have an assigned agent. When you develop a relationship with your customer, remember that this is a relationship game, right? They have um, they have uh, personalities and they should be meshing with yours. And, you know, it, it's something that you need to make sure that you are uh, that you're taking advantage of take advantage of the fact that it is a relationship as opposed to just somebody buying insurance off of some 800 number that they found uh and nate thank you so much i love that question that is always uh my go-to did you know driving in driving your car can cost you your home uh that's a great teaching point for uh for our customers which actually leads us right into our next point sell them Boom. more policies so we know that cross-selling policies, we know that one of our best retention tools is to provide as many policies to our customers as we possibly can. When we don't provide a bunch of policies, we only have the auto policy, for example, it's really easy to take one policy and move it to a new agent. But if you're trying to take an entire package of policies to a new agent, especially when it includes business insurance and all of that stuff, um, it's a lot tougher. It's a lot tougher. And, and you know that if you've sold them all of these policies, you've done more to nurture that relationship. You've done more, uh, you know, on, on the front end to have that relationship with your customers, because when you are cross-selling, how are you doing that? 
most of the time it comes through education. The power of education when it comes to selling insurance policies, in my opinion, cannot be overstated. It's all about educating your customers and selling on coverages, not on price. You got more. Yeah, it's also about about talking to your clients, right? If you're not talking to your clients, if you're not meeting, you know, talk, reaching out to them on a regular basis, how are you going to know what it is that they need? Uh, you know, I and I and I talk to tax professionals about this all the time. Every year when I sit down with a client during tax season, the first question I ask is, "How was your year?" And they're gonna tell me the story. They're gonna tell me everything that happened to them throughout the year. They got married. Somebody died. Uh, somebody was born. You know, they got a divorce. They got married. Whatever the situation is, they're gonna tell me, and it's my my job to pull the information I need from their story to apply it to their particular tax situation. You should be reaching out to your clients on a regular basis. That's what the nurture the heck out of them is for. That's what touch base with your clients is for. And while you're touching base with them, have that ear, that insurance ear to start looking and pointing out some of the risks that you hear in the stories that they're telling you as you're mm -hmm. connecting with them. That is going to be your opportunity to sell them more policies, to protect them from the things they don't know they need protection from right? That's what your job as an insurance agent is. Like, I don't know about, about you guys, you know, but when I, when I hear stories in my mind, even when they're, I'm not even talking to a client, I hear tax situations or I hear financial mm -hmm. situations or I hear real estate situations. Cause to me, those are opportunities. Have your risk assessment mind while you're talking to people and just bring it up in part of the conversation. Hey man, did you know that this is blah, 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 blah. Like, did you know driving your car could, uh, could cost you your house? Like that's the type of stuff in your conversation that you should be bringing up. That's the part where the education comes in. So you want to make sure if you want to sell more policies, be the type of person who listens, actively listen to the person that you're talking to, and then find the opportunities within that conversation. Nice. Very nice. Moving on. Our next tip, provide annual coverage reviews. So this is going right back to what you're saying. When your tax customers come in, you're sitting there you're, and the first question is, how was your year? And they just spill it, right? Oh man, I got a divorce, had a kid, uh, lost the house, dad died, mom died, brother died, you know, whatever, all of these different things. And it just comes spilling out all at once. On the insurance side of things, we may be able to ask a simple question like that. Uh, but what I really like is a checklist, right? I'm, I'm all about checklists anyway. I mean, you guys would probably be disgusted with the way that I use checklists and I have my whole daily schedule posted up on my wall, you know, and it's, it's literally like 440, wake up, pee, brush teeth, gym clothes, five o'clock, justice league stretch 5,100. I mean, it's, it's timed all the way through till 10 o'clock at night. So now you guys know my, my sleeping and waking hours. <laughs> um, but checklists of annual coverage reviews um what one the one of the ones that we use is one that we got from nationwide your carriers will provide you with these annual coverage reviews because they want you to be out there nurturing your customers they want you to be out there touching base with your customers they want you to be out there providing annual coverage reviews and asking questions that's going to lead to selling them more policies so they want to help you. Your carriers are your partners in this whole game. Uh, and it's up to you to take those strides to make, to take that action and actually call your customers to provide those reviews and make sure that they're fully protected. Dude, the being early, which is, uh, you know, as we're moving on to the next one, when you're providing these annual coverage reviews, uh, it's, it's one thing to provide the review, 
but the the point at which you do it is more important, right? Uh, when again, when I talk about taxes, go ahead. Let's move on. Yeah, being well, early with renewals. Being early with renews. When I talk about tax returns, when I meet with a client, if I'm meeting with you sometime between January and April, chances are whatever we're gonna do is too late. It's very reactive. That year has already closed and it's over. The best time to talk to your CPA, accountant, whoever, so you can have proper planning is before the year ends, sometime in mm. November or December. That's when you want to talk to them to make sure you plan things out. The same mindset should come to you when you're talking about renewing when you're talking about renewals. Don't come with the renewal two days before the policies due. You want to make sure that you come in advance. What if they bought a new car, bought a new house? What if they're, you know, they're in a different position? What if they're thinking about starting a business? There's all kinds of situations that a an early review will give you time to make any adjustments, to talk to underwriting, to get clarification, to collect documents. So it's just as much of a benefit to you to be early with your renewals as it is to your client because now they're ahead of the game. Now they're not worried about laps and coverages. Now they're not worried about any of that stuff. They know they're covered. They know they're being assessed ahead of time. And again, it's about that experience, right? Chances 100%. are, chances are, if you're anybody like me, I don't pay attention to when my policy is going to renew. I assume that my insurance guy that's sitting right, you know, this guy right here, right next to me, I assume that my insurance person is going to make sure that I am covered. So that's how uh, I think as a client, I'm sure many of your clients think the same way. So take a proactive approach in your business, show the client that you care, use this as an opportunity to reach out and you never know how many additional policies you're going to get by having the annual review ahead of time. Hey, uh, also don't worry about us uh, running out of time if you're looking at that because I got one thing that's not on this list that I'm definitely going to talk about. So Ooh, boom, boom, boom. Dun, dun, dun. Um, being early with renewals, one of our pillars, uh, I want to say it's pillar number three, it is, uh, is to have the highest levels of retention by providing the most proactive service and support, which means anticipating our customers' needs and uh, and their wants. So when we're talking about being early with renewals, we're talking about that proactive service. It's that proactive support. Uh, in our database, we're getting out ahead of it 90 days. We want 90 days before the policy is up for renewal to be able to reach out to this customer and start the conversation. Hey, by the way, your policy is coming up in a few months. Just want to check in with you and make sure that everything's, you know, just follow up with you and, and, and go through this list of questions to make sure that we're providing the right package of policies to properly protect you. So nice and early. And then, you know, of course, the renewal won't come in for 30 days prior, 30 or 45 days prior. But, you know, we have our, our systems all set up and that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. But that's last. Next, Perfect. next, requote them at every renewal. Ooh, I, you know, this is a tip that, that that's coming through and I'm not going to say that they're wrong. Uh, I will say that uh, in our agency, we requote them if their policy increases by 15% or more. Uh, that's definitely something. But let's talk about this as, you know, requoting them at every renewal. Uh, is this something non, I mean, if, well, if here's, here's my mindset to this, right? Yeah, go now, for it. Your, your, your client is not going to know the difference whether you go and shop it at, you know, two carriers or you go shop it at 10 carriers. They're not going to know the difference. What they care about is that you're providing them something of value. You're, help, you're looking out for them and their best interest. So that's really where you want to come at this. And now, if you, have, if, if you have a process in place and you have a few places that you know they're, they're a go-to 
uh, type carrier for this particular risk, then by all means, go check it out, right? It's your job. You are an independent broker. It's mm -hmm, your job mm -hmm. to shop this stuff out and find the best deal for your client. Anytime somebody comes to me and say, hey, I just saved you 50 bucks a month. Here you go. All you got to do is change these policies and, hit, and we're squared away. All your coverages are exactly the same, but I saved you some money. You are my new hero. You are my right? new rock star. That is the person that I want to continue to do business with. And I'm going to refer the crap out of you because you saved me some money. Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes agents think about this whole requoting process and they think, man, it's going to take me all this time. Yeah, to I don't do want to do that. I don't want to do that. Right. But you don't know about those extra little things on the side, those extra clients that are going to come your way, those extra advertising dollars that you save because of the word of mouth that you're developing. Mm -hmm. This process that you put in place, when it's a process, it's like me getting up and running in the morning. I am a runner, but I don't like to run. It is part <laughs> of my process that I do every single day. This is this should be part of your process. When a, when a policy is coming up for renewal, you shop it because if you can save some money, you want to be somebody's hero and you want that word of mouth advertising. Though if you skip the process, you may retain the client and they may stick around for you with you. But guess what? That other agent who's out there shopping things for them and bringing bringing an offer to the table, they might steal your business because they did the work you weren't willing to do. So guess who's going to change their SOPs and we're going to be requoting every every single renewal. It's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. I mean, and I'm not saying it's not work. It is work. It is definitely. Work. But, you but, know, and I, and, and I'm bringing this honesty here because I, I know that a lot of agents operate the same way. Where do you think I got this idea of if it's 15% or more then I'm going to go ahead and requote it? Geico. Right. I got it from some other agents <laughs> that I was talking with. Geico. Geico. No, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I know, I know it's just the 15%. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But it's, 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 you know, in talking to other agents and I, I, have these conversations they're like yeah if it's 15 percent more then i'll go ahead and requote it if it's less than that then we're not going to bother that's like a common theme so if everywhere that i'm looking it's saying hey requote them at every renewal and it's coming up over and over and over again maybe i need to listen don't be common Look, don't be common. Don't be common. Everybody does it that way. Good. That's why everybody, for the most part, isn't as successful as they want to be. You be different. You put in that extra work. You put in that extra SOP. It's just part of what you do. If you know this is part of what you do every day, you're going to have a list of policies, some X dates that are going to come out. Mm -hmm. And that's just part of your process. You shop it out. Sometimes there's going to be deals. Sometimes there's not. But when there is a deal, that's a great time to call your client, right? Check it out. I was doing you some work for ordinary. you. Or, or you, you can, can do be a, a little, little bit extra. extra and be extraordinary, right? And that's when you call your client and like, check it out. I know we're not scheduled to meet for a while, but I, I, I was, I was doing some homework on your particular policy. I was thinking of you, and I found some savings. Would you like to check this out, or let me know if there's anything else? Uh, what's going on in your life so I can help you out and and maybe bundle some stuff and group them together, right? That's what 100%. you want, right? That's what you're looking for. All right, hundred percent. All right, and uh, the last scheduled tip, the last one that's on here right now. Um, Send out customer surveys. Feedback. This feedback, 100%. Um, it's, it's huge. I mean, if you are not sending these out, you don't really know how your customers really feel about you and the service that you're providing. Uh, I always say, if it can be measured, it can be improved. So if you're sending out these customer surveys and look, a lot of times these customer surveys are even going to be skewed, right? Because when you get a, a survey in the mail, if you even fill it out, right? Do you 
actually spend the time to give your honest opinion or do you just say, yeah, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, all the way across the board? I don't really give my honest opinion. Right? I feel that it could cost somebody their job if I don't give them 10s across the board. So I want to give them 10s. It's you know, like a good karma as possible. Exactly. So maybe instead of, of you know, rating, ask a few open-ended questions. Like, I don't know, what was your... Uh, what was your experience like? You know, I mean, uh, what was what was your favorite part of the interaction with such and such agent? Well, here's right? here's, also the the, here's also one that I, I like to to throw out. There How could we improve? It, there you go. It was something like that because because it, that's where you get those those answers that you're not a hundred percent comfortable with, right? And mm-hmm. and for example, when when I talk to uh, when I talk to somebody who's who's working for me, and I ask them what's going on, I'm like, hey, you know, what can we do to make your experience better? What can we do to uh, to improve our onboarding process? What can we do to, you know, whatever it exactly. is, right? And you're asking those types of questions because they're going to give you the honest answer. When they mm-hmm. give you the honest answer, there. It may not be what you like to hear, right? You may hear about yourself dropping the ball. You may yep. hear about mistakes that you've made along the way, and that is totally okay. It's Don't better be to know. It's better to know because that gives you the opportunity to fix it. If you That's can't right. measure it, it can't be fixed. That's what the survey does. It gives you the ability to measure what you're doing. 100%. All right. Here's the last one. I added it here last minute right at the top. CRM automations. All right, so everything that we've talked about is all about building the relationship, nurturing the relationship, having the relationship and the communication with your customers. But how do you know when to do it? If you are wicked smart and, or keep like a super pristine calendar and you know you you have the mental capacity to uh, to add every single appointment and every single thing that you need to do for every single customer over and over and over and over again, I applaud you. My brain doesn't work like that. I need things to be automated. The more automatic that things are, that's why every bill that I have is on auto pay. I'll forget to pay my bills if they're not on auto pay. CRM automations, whether you're using your agency management system uh, here at Pipeline, we use EasyLinks and EasyLinks does have that capability to have uh, something like a CRM. They have a uh, sales and retention tools. They have uh, workflow automations. Um, we use PipeDrive for for our CRM. So we don't utilize all that stuff uh, directly within EasyLinks. We use uh, a different program, but the CRM automations Writing the CRM automations is the hard part. If you are building an agency, this is where we're talking about working on your business as opposed to in your business. When you're working in your business, you're writing policies, you're nurturing your customers, you're touching base, you're not taking them for granted, you're cross-selling. This is all working in your business. When you're working on your business, it's creating those CRM automations so that whether it's you doing the work or anybody that you bring onto your team that's going to do the work. You have those systems in place. Talked about this uh, in the four-hour course today. Systems, save yourself time, energy, and money. These automations are the systems that's going to put you in a position to win because you're automatically going to get that reminder, hey, it's been seven days since they sold the policy. Make sure that that welcome package has been sent out. Hey, it's been three months since they sold the, uh, since you sold the policy. Make sure to touch base with them and ask about 
whatever it is that you want to ask about. Hey, it's 90 days before their their renewal. Make sure that you reach out and do an annual review. Automate as many of those processes as you can and make your life that much easier. That's good. One less thing. Exactly. All right, dude. Not a bad show today. Welcome to the end of Friday again. Just a quick reminder to ladies and gentlemen out there. Uh, yeah, a quick reminder. Thank you. Uh, you set me up for that one. Uh, please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, give us a like. Give us a follow. Um, you know, leave a review if you can. Rate us five stars because we're awesome. Or you know, I mean, yeah, just rate us five stars. Um, we'll really appreciate it. it. Does help us, like I said, to show up higher on these search results. We want to provide value to all of these insurance agents, and the best way we can do that is if we're visible and we can be seen. So all of your likes and all of your follows and all of your subscribes are very much appreciated. Also appreciated is just your listener listenership and viewership. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. As I always say, you rock my socks. You all have my heart. Uh, I guess uh, you're, you're putting up some some stuff here, so I'm just going to read this real quick. Um, if you please follow me on all social medias at Insurance Bro Show, and if you want to be a guest on the show, uh, we have a wide open calendar. We have a lot of of um, appointments available a lot of a lot of times available uh come be on the show go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest and we'll get you all set up that's about it have an awesome weekend and have a great friday have a nice day have a nice day Thank you for tuning in to the Carrier Experience Podcast. James is a CEO of the Pipeline team of San Diego and is always in the market for top talent. If you are an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit PipelineInsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at PipelineInsurance.com. You can find James on all social media at Insurance Broham.